Welcome everyone for another episode of 100 Podcast. I'm Itai Schefter. I'm joined by Reza V and Nick in this new office. Congrats Reza on that. Uh, today, episode 37, we're talking about Facebook ads and uh, something we both have quite an experience uh, on. Uh, I used to do a lot of Facebook ads for clients, probably in, in millions of budget for clients. Uh, you recently uh, using Facebook ads a lot. Uh, and we're going to do a deep dive into it because we think it's one of the tools that is essential for uh, it's, it's the, a lot of business. It's the tool that, uh, that I'm using for Ovo right now. And uh, it's funny, I tried it back in summer, didn't work as well. And I gave up on it at some point. Like most of us, I think most of the audience will relate to it. The, you try Facebook ads and, uh, and after a while you're like, this is not working, I'm wasting money. And in September, Itai was insisting that my product will do well on Facebook, despite my disbelief. And he told me how to structure it well. And starting September, I started, you know, revenue coming in and doubling down on the ads. So we're going to deep dive on what he has learned over the years doing agency work and what I learned over the past four months doing Facebook or three months doing Facebook. Yeah, ads. so I, I think first it's uh, important to mention that Facebook ads has changed and optimized during the last few years. Now it's in a really good place uh, where it's way easier to get into as a business than it was, let's say, five, six years ago. Uh, back then, it was really a complex thing and you really had to add knowledge in the platform and talk with Facebook representative all the time, uh, which is still true today to an extent. Uh, but I feel like uh, they made a long way and today is way easier and straightforward to a lot of uh, new businesses to just jump into it and self-service it. Uh, and I think it's possible, but it doesn't mean that you can go blind and, and think you'll Absolutely. figure it out because then uh, you will probably not do it in the right way. You'll see bad results and then a lot of people are giving up, which is... Yeah. But it's easier that makes it yeah. more people are doing it. So be careful if you're watching this, your competitors are now more capable of doing Facebook ads. And if you're not doing it in 2020, now you, you that's a big risk. I'd say jump in and, and, and yeah. get involved. Yeah, so I think today we'll, we'll do uh, cover the structure of the mm -hmm. campaign uh, in Facebook and of the delivery system. Yes. And uh, by doing this, we'll dive deep into each and every one of the uh, sectors and we can give our insights and what uh, uh, a new business mm -hmm. that want to try Facebook ads for the first yeah. time might need to know before jumping into it. Yeah. Uh, before talking about campaign and we're going to talk about campaign, ad sets, creatives, ads, and, and we're going to end up with the takeaway and the strategy. Before that, I want to make a quick comment about uh, I've seen a lot of people who do ads through Instagram platform. They boost their ads, their posts. And they say, I want to get followers. I'm, I'm big time against that because number one, you're wasting money. Number two, you're not properly measuring it. You're just going at it, you know, with no plan. And number three, when you do a correct ad, this happened to Ovu, when you're doing a correct ad and you have revenue positive ROI on the ad, the followers will happen. That's the byproduct that on the side will happen naturally if you have a follower-worthy page. 
So I just want to put that out there before we deep dive. Yeah, onto it's the a good point. And a couple of things to avoid, as you say, promoting posts directly through Instagram mm -hmm. or doing boost posts through Facebook. Mm -hmm. This is not what we're discussing here. Actually, this is one of the worst ways uh, you can promote a post on mm -hmm. Facebook and will... Uh, uh, really uh, going to focus on the ads delivery yeah. system, which is where you go if you want to publish a campaign uh, and you want to reach a certain result. Maybe in the future, if we know who that is for, we'll let you guys know. But so far, we haven't found an answer. We, I don't think it's for anyone to do. Boost. Yeah, it's just the easy way for Facebook to capture yeah. some of the uh, money from yeah. ads, but it's not the right way to deliver mm -hmm. what you do. Mm -hmm. And before we even dive into all of it, I think uh, everyone who goes into Facebook ad should have some sort of strategy, yes. knows what they want from the yes. platform. Uh, I would recommend doing it as a direct response campaign and getting mm -hmm. sales mm -hmm. because I think with the measures that you can get yeah. on Facebook and the analytics, you can be super precise and we're going to dive on, into that. On that note, uh, this episode is geared towards people who have a website that will generate revenue. So when you deploy ad money, you get it back through sales. We'll do another episode touching services and, and local businesses that need foot traffic and they don't have online sales. I think it's the same in the sense that maybe you don't uh, implement it to sales, but you implement it into leads. To something, to some action. In the same extent. So yeah. instead of a sale, your goal will be a lead. Got it. But it's Got the it. same uh, structure that would apply also to that. Got it. So let's jump into it. Uh, let's start out with campaigns. So Facebook is, is, is designed, you have to go Facebook business manager that's where you log in you don't log into your regular facebook account you log into the business manager you set up your business account with business ad uh, sets and the ad assets account. ad account and the assets belonging to the business you as an individual is is, is uh, granted permission to to use it in that you will find there are three layers uh, for each campaign you run it's a campaign level ad set and ads let's start with yeah. the campaign level. think about it like a tree and the top is the campaign mm -hmm. and then it branches out into the ad set and it branches out into the ads and we're going to uh, start with yeah. the top level which is the mm -hmm. campaign and on the campaign level basically this is where you decide uh, the objective and you have a plenty of objective that mm -hmm. Facebook offer mm -hmm. you. You can do a like objective, you can do engagement objective, you can do conversion, which is sales in the mm -hmm. end of the day. Uh, you can do a website traffic, you can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, for direct response uh, uh, campaigns and sales, we'll do conversion. Yes. And we will implement it with the right pixel. So mm -hmm. just a quick word about a pixel. A pixel uh, is something that Facebook provide you. It's a piece of code you implement on your website and you also implement certain events. This way, mm -hmm. the ad system of Facebook knows that someone went to your website. Mm -hmm. They know where they have been in your mm -hmm. website. They know if they bought something, yeah. if they saw an item, they know everything. And then you can use this data mm -hmm. first to learn a lot, mm -hmm. second to actually target uh, individual people uh, that engage in your mm -hmm. ads and will touch the, on this that This is as the well. important part because setting up your account is the foundation and you need to do it properly. The pixel is, is what allows permission for Facebook to track uh, activities on your website. So you need to properly implement it, get, your, get the help from your developer. They will implement it on your website. Then you have to go on Facebook and, and set up the events where um, you tell Facebook 
what each action done on your website means because it can track it, but it doesn't know what it means. Then you say, this is add to cart, this is purchase, this is lead. By the way, for this, if you use WordPress, if you use uh, whatever uh, platform, if you use Shopify, by the way, it's already built in. You just mm. need to put the ID. Mm -hmm. Depending on your platform, even if you have to do it manually, you can find someone in Fiverr or yes. Upwork that will do it for 10 yes. bucks yes. properly. This is the first crucial step because yes. this is how you will measure everything. And without this, the, the system yes. doesn't know your objective. And if you don't do this step, you can't really do a successful campaign mm -hmm. because you are just mm -hmm. shooting in the air. And Facebook ad system need an objective so it can optimize your budget. Yes. Be, without an objective, without it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. And on the campaign level, uh, both Itai and I like the conversion uh, option because it, it gives the most accurate uh, kind of uh, tracking. The, the brand awareness, it talks about how, how often people saw it and whether they And, and I can it. tell you right now, don't use brand awareness unless you have a budget in the millions because yeah. it's a waste of yeah. money. Otherwise, if you have a $5 million budget, maybe you can consider doing a brand awareness campaign. But if you're not in those levels, then don't consider those. There needs stuff. to be a clear strategy behind it. If it's if it's at the beginning of your your you know campaign strategy, definitely conversion is your main main. Yeah, goal. absolutely. And and in the end of the day, you'll, you will you uh, will measure it in our why. Yes. And money spent through money earned, but. Uh, the system, the more you'll give it data, yes. the more it learns, the better the ROI will yes. be. So on the campaign level, basically, you will set your objective. In most cases, for what we are talking right now, it will be conversion, conversion. that is linked to the pixel of Facebook that's exactly. associated with a sale. Exactly. So let's say you sell Avocard, you have a pixel of sales, yes, a exactly. purchase pixel. Exactly. And this is an event that's triggered whenever yes. someone is buying. Yes. So the system knows to optimize to get the most purchases mm -hmm. in the in the budget that you... And, and over time, when that event is triggered, so every time somebody clicks that purchase and they, they go to thank you page, that event is triggered. If, if you have a, a sign-up uh, event for, for your newsletter, every time somebody submits it, that event is triggered. So... As more people are triggering that event, Facebook would know, oh, what are the demographic or psychographic of those people? Yeah. Another key uh, thing to use, I recommend using in the, in the campaign level, is uh, uh, put a budget limit. Mm -hmm. This way you can sleep well at night knowing that no matter what, your campaign will not go over the budget uh, without you uh, knowing it. So I, I had the clients that were... Uh, setting their own budget in the past and fluked in another couple of zeros and instead of spending uh, $1,000, they spent $100,000. Wow. And wow. Uh, this thing could happen. Yes. Try to avoid it by setting a, a limit on the campaign level yes. and make sure that you, uh, when you are about to reach it, to increase it if necessary. Yes. Uh, let's jump into once you set up your campaign, now the biggest part is ad set. This is where you set up who will see your ads and this campaign is targeted to. This is uh, probably the most important part of uh, setting up a campaign. So the campaign level, you have one campaign with one objective. Mm -hmm. Now the ad set is the different target audiences and placements and all the configurations. The yeah, it's all the configurations you want to try. But you want to divide it to different assets that represent different groups so you yes. can test and see what yes. works best. Yes. And also uh, you might have different products yes. for different groups and, and whatnot. Uh, and the best way to start is by looking at the audiences. Mm -hmm. Now, Facebook gives you a lot of uh, 
extra abilities by mm -hmm. learning through your pixel data, by learning through the data that you provide them. Uh, but usually when you get start with scratch, you don't have all of that. Yes. So what you would do is basically you would uh, uh, target based on demographic, mm -hmm. uh, geographic location mm -hmm. and interest mm -hmm. or behaviors, by mm -hmm. the way, that is also something that Facebook does. Think about each and every one of you that has a Facebook account, how many things Facebook know about you. They know where you are. They know mm -hmm. your age. They know your friends group. They know what you like. Mm -hmm. uh, they know what type of post mm -hmm. gets you to engage and what type of post doesn't. Facebook system knows a lot about its users. And on a meta scale, you can really target super targeted mm -hmm. audience. So uh, let's take Ovo, for example, if you don't mm -hmm. mind. I'm, I'm going to uh, uh, quickly mention passing, like when you're setting that uh, passing demographic, there is a little field, it's called the interest and everything, uh, detailed targeting, that's what it's called. Go check all of the fields. There are so many things you can you can play around with from the phone and the operating system they're using to whether they just got married or moved to a new city. There's so many different things. Here are a few mistakes that, that I came across. I made it in the past that I think it's good to avoid. Number one is going super specific, like going for the 5,000 potential reach or 10,000. You don't want an ad set that is too limited. It limits the system. Uh, day one, you don't want it too broad. Later, you can build it up to it. Um, and, and the other mistake is mixing everything inside the ad set. The, the, the way ad set works is you want to A-B test between different target audiences. You don't want one audience that has all sorts of people inside. You want to distinguish this audience from this audience without any overlap. If you have overlaps, then it becomes really hard to, to distinguish. And lastly, uh, the, the mistake that, that I did was... Um, what was the mistake I did? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I think what you did uh, was grouping a lot of audiences oh, together, yes, as yes. you mentioned. Yes. And uh, when you start out and Facebook doesn't have that mm -hmm. data, you need to see which type of audience would react the best for you, your product in the beginning. Maybe later it would change because Facebook has now more data about the type of people who are making a purchase on a meta level that they can serve your ad into those type of audiences that you don't even know how to define them. That's fine. But at first you need to, to really divide it into a group that you mm -hmm. can tell apart. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the case of OVU, you can really uh, take, uh, let's say, realtors mm -hmm. as one example. Mm -hmm. And let's say car dealerships mm -hmm. as another example. They are not necessarily the same There's type no of people. Yeah. So I would recommend doing two separate ad sets mm -hmm. for the two audiences mm -hmm. and check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, Mixing them both together might not necessarily yeah. give you uh, any insights yeah. because yeah. you'll see purchases and who, who are the people who are purchasing. Now, I want to I touch base on the mindset that Itai helped me to shift and that made the whole difference. Instead of, instead of me doing little granular things, that mindset helped me. My mindset was the old school 2016 approach to Facebook ad, which was right back then. And that is creating lots of campaigns hundreds of ad sets and, and like tens of ad sets and then hundreds of ads inside and you manually go A-B test, A-B test, A-B test. You do like one for realtors in Vancouver, one realtors in Dallas, one realtors here. And you get you get these ad sets that are, you know, barely 20,000 people and then you're A-B test, A-B test. 
the mindset that now exists is you're dealing with AI that is way smarter and faster than you. And it does it in milliseconds. It A-B tests different demographics. Let it do its thing. Your job as a brand new ad set manager or brand new uh, you know, ads campaign that you're running is to hold this kid's hand and train it to understand what you want, but it does it better than you. So my job was first day to show who are roughly people that buy Ovucar. So then I, I did a basically a realtor campaign and an uh, auto dealership and different demographics. And then slowly, once it learned it, I combined them into all the salespeople and slowly get it bigger. And then once it knows kind of who is the target audience, you get to a day where you can set an ad campaign for the entire country or entire North America that, that is Ovu's audience. And out of the 300 million people, it only shows it to the ones that are likely to buy. Yeah, that's called the CBO. So you'll see on the campaign level, campaign budget optimization. Don't start with it, but mm -hmm. once your system learned enough and your cost per conversion is cheap enough, I would recommend yeah. getting into that. We, we didn't really touch on it yeah. on the campaign level, and I think it's important. But as you said, the important thing now in, in Facebook yeah. ads is to not suffocate the system. Yeah. Yeah. Still, even if you're starting from yeah. scratch, you want to give the system room to breathe yeah. and room to test out things. And you know, maybe realtors work and auto dealership doesn't work. Yeah. And let's say you spend 100 bucks on each, but yeah. now you know this yeah. data yeah. and you know that you have one headset that worked yeah. and you can you know go yeah. from there and create better yeah. audiences and optimize it uh, this way. When, so. when you when you understand the roadmap where, where you are and when you want to be and how AI works, all of a sudden everything clicks because then now I understand if day one I do a CBO campaign, Facebook will be like, I'm getting confused because I don't, he doesn't know, know. I don't know who to show it. But so CBO is budget optimization, but what it can optimize if you didn't give it exactly. any data, you exactly. didn't feed it any exactly. data, it can't optimize anything. But, but if say, you find yeah. an ad set with 200,000 people and another one with 500 and another one with 300, then they're working. Then you find a bigger one. You work yourself to an ad set that is a couple million people. Then slowly you see the ads are, are doing the right thing and then you... Yeah, and just for perspective, I would recommend a CBO after you spend at least 10 grand in in, the, in ads on Facebook because by then probably the system has enough data mm -hmm. so it can create a successful CBO and optimize all your targets in yeah. a, a really positive uh, way. Nice. Um, another thing about ad set, this is where you set a budget for the ad set and a common mistake I see is a lot of people setting a lot of ad set with like one, two, three dollars per day. And again, this is like suffocating the, the mm -hmm. system. Mm -hmm. So when creating a new campaign, I would recommend starting with four to six ad mm -hmm. set maximum. Mm -hmm. And also try to get the budget of each to be at least 25 bucks per day. Mm -hmm. Because then you'll, you can give the system some room to, to actually spend the money mm -hmm. to actually give you some exposure. Think about it. If you set your budget to less than five bucks mm -hmm. per day, Facebook uh, is, is a bidding system. It mm -hmm. works on CPMs that you are bidding against everyone out, out there. And a CPM on Facebook, because it's super relevant, a target that could sometimes mm -hmm. be even 20 bucks. And that's mm -hmm. fine. Don't worry about that. Um, that means that with five bucks, you can reach like, mm -hmm. what, 100, 200 okay. people. And Here's and a rule of thumb. Spread it on the day level. Yeah. You really 
don't give yeah. the system enough uh, to work with. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't do it with less than $25 per day. So here's a rule of thumb that, that I, I learned over time. Whenever you launch a new campaign with new ad sets, um, Facebook goes through learning phase and it wants to see 50 convert. That's the rule of thumb. It, it could be more or less, but it wants to see around 50 conversions in one week in order for it to graduate that learning phase and start optimizing. So if you look at the standard industries, they usually get one to three ad spend to revenue ratio the good ones are doing one to four. So you spend one, you spend like, let's say if you have an item that is $100 on your website, industry standard is 25 to $30 ad spend to get that one customer. Probably when you're starting and you're learning phase, you're spending $100 to get $100 revenue. And then you're lucky if you're not going above that. And then slowly will come down to 70 to 50. Yeah, you, you have to understand that that's part of the process. Exactly. And you can't expect the system to give you good uh, results before yes. it has the data. Yes. So that's fine to... So if you punch those yeah. on calculator, how much do you need to set it so you have 50 conversion end of the week Maybe if not first week, the second week, you really want that 50 conversion. So if you go, uh, I'm selling an item for $100, let's say 70 is the middle ground, 70 per customer, 70 times 50, that is, what is it? Uh, $3,500. $3, in 14 days, at least you want to spend $3,500 in that ad, ad set. Otherwise, you're limiting it. Anything below that, would, I would say, is limiting. Yeah, but, but don't forget, even though you're just getting started, there is still time to react. So you might not spend all of it on ad set that doesn't work. Because let's say, um, as you said, $100 is a good benchmark. Yeah. Give the ad set, each and every one of them, at least 100 bucks of spend. That's like four days yes. before you decide if you want to uh, increase the budget exactly. or stop it. Exactly. Let's say the the one uh, car dealership ad set yes. brought two conversions, fifty yes. bucks each, and the uh, realtor realtors brought zero in one hundred dollars. So I would that stop off, this and you double down on exactly. The other one. Uh, so there is room to yeah, play with it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. In my head, what I did was I punched the numbers and let's say I get to $3,500 roughly I need to spend to get out of that learning phase. Then I say, okay, I start low and then I work myself up. So the first week I spend 30% of it and the second week I spend 70% of it. It gives you some idea where to start because I've met so many people that have no idea how much to budget for marketing and, and they budget for every other expense. And with marketing, they're like, I have no idea how much to spend on it. This gives you some sort of an idea. And if you have a $100 item, Definitely don't expect to spend five bucks to get an, to get a conversion. You really need to think about thirty to fifty dollar for that conversion because it's a big chunk of your expense. Maybe a year into it, you will you will get to places that you can bring it down to ten bucks or, or yeah, below. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another thing in the ad set uh, structure is the placement. So Facebook let you choose where you want to place your ad. Mm -hmm in the newsfeed, in Instagram, uh, in the ads network, whatnot. I recommend don't touch it again for the same reason. Automatic. Leave it on automatic because you don't want to suffocate the AI. You yeah. want to give it the room to do yes. its thing. 
Uh, and back in the day, a few years ago, yeah. I would definitely only limit it to a, a news feed yeah. on mobile yeah. alone. Yeah. Today, I say Facebook knows best. They yeah. really improve their yeah. system and they will deliver the ads better where you really give it room Just to. make sure you put the right format media because when you upload media on the on the story, it, it cuts it and then on, on newsfeed, it does it differently. You can go ahead and change the story to the proper format and then all of a sudden you fix all those and it will automatically place it. When you go a week later and look at the results, you'll see that automatically Facebook only showed it to mobile or only showed it to certain areas. Yeah, but if you would say to Facebook, show it only on mobile, you will not get the same results. Yes. You will yes. get less. Uh, so it needs the room to... to and what I like about it, when you, when you give it the freedom, it hunts down the right person. It, it wants to, let's say my ad, it has to show it to Itai. It hunts a tie wherever he is. If he's on Desa, it will show it there. If he's on Story, it will show it there. So it, it becomes less of placement issue. It becomes more, where is that target audience spending time? Yeah, and another cool ad set that I always like to include, even from relatively early stages, a retargeting ad set. Mm -hmm. So the pixel we mentioned in the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, you can also use it to target the people where, who visited your website but didn't purchase. And you probably are familiar with this, uh, uh, seeing the ads uh, running uh, after you yeah. uh, from website you visited. So uh, those are highly effective. Those are really cheap, yeah. especially in the beginning, because again, you don't target massive amounts of data. You yes. target hundreds or yeah. thousands of people, which is really nothing in terms of uh, ad spend. Yeah. Uh, and uh, usually get good results if the right creative is uh, used. And um, and uh, usually there are people who are on the fast lane to buy your product. And there are people who are on sidewalk. There are people who are just observing. You want to squeeze out the fast lanes. That means you're focusing on strangers who don't know your product. They come into your funnel, but you're retargeting based on people who came all the way to your checkout and they were about to buy and didn't. Later on, you can, you can target people who liked your post or engaged or come to it, your website but then it slowly gets broader. They want to squeeze out the, the good you know, audience that are ready to buy. When you run out of those, then you slowly expand yeah. it. And for some people, it's about frequency. Some people will not buy anything from you unless they've seen your ad 10 times. Exactly. So you want to really pump it and uh, yes. it's in your interest to do a retargeting and usually yes. Those are really ROI positive and don't spend much uh, ad budget. And so. I think that's another reason why the first couple of weeks, especially first month, you get a little surprised by how high the cost per purchase is. But don't forget that you're, you, you are about to convert some people that already watch your ad and they're waiting to see your ad three, four times before they convert. So you're almost there. And then it, once they convert, all of a sudden it cuts your cost per purchase by a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can move on to Let's the go. final uh, branch of the three, which is the ads, the creative, the creative, and uh, this is on the ads level. So inside the ad set, you have the option to mm -hmm. uh, include the, the ads, mm -hmm. something that the mm -hmm. the people the, the the system in the end is going to deliver to uh, the people seeing your ad. It's the yes. ad itself. Yes. You can use a video ad, you can use a, a post with a picture, you can use a post with a direct link to your website, you can use a combination of all mm -hmm. of them. Uh, and here, my rule of thumbs is usually to give Facebook three different creatives in each ad set. Mm -hmm. um, again, 
don't play around with it. So you upload three creatives in each of the ad sets mm-hmm. and you start it from scratch and you let Facebook do its thing in deciding which mm-hmm. ad it's going to push. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you will see after a few days that usually Facebook spend, let's say, $2 on this ad, $5 on this ad, and $170 on that ad. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's part of the optimization mm-hmm. of the system. Um, and here is your role as a business owner, as a, uh, as a marketer, to adapt your ad into the medium and mm-hmm. to create ads that are super interesting. Because don't forget, on Facebook, people are scrolling and then they came, come across your ad. It needs to be super relevant to the target audience and super helpful for them, for them to stop and look about what you have to say. They see that it's sponsored. They know that you are paying for it. It has to be really useful for them. So think about what value you can bring them when you're showing the ads. And here's my favorite uh, phrase, thumb stopping content. They're scrolling and they, they all of a sudden stop. To, to have a look. You're competing with their grandma, you're competing with their friends, you're competing with their everyone. favorite brands, everyone that's it's attention. Facebook. Back to the attention episode we did. Their attention is limited and everybody's fighting for it from their parents to their spouse to their family, friends. Everybody wants that person's attention and, and it's your ability to, to grasp it. And, and it's social media. So you have to think with this mindset. If you'll put an ad 50% off sale, yeah. it doesn't necessarily does well on Facebook. Yeah. Um, in most cases, the ads that will do well are video ads with yeah. some sort of a con- concept, concept in them. Yeah, And con- I like the ads that are not ads. They, they blend in with the rest of the content. Because if you scroll on Instagram feed, you will see every fourth or fifth, sometimes it, it goes up and down, but every fifth post is an ad. If you scroll counted, believe me, it's every fifth. And there are four content and then one ad. You want to blend in with the four above you and the four below you so the person stop and look at it. As soon as it's an ad and it screams that it's an ad, people go by. But imagine an ad that is a post that is valuable, that is talking about something interesting and it just happens to be an ad. Did you ever see a TV commercial as an ad on Facebook? I've seen some. Yeah, those really uh, are proven with case study to work the worst on the worst. Facebook. Yep. The worst, absolutely Anything worst. polished, anything, yeah, they don't. Polished or it's just not the medium. So yes. what you do for an ad on TV will not necessarily work as is on Facebook. Yes. You'll have to adapt it. Yeah. And usually, you know, even taking your selfie camera, talking, showing your product yeah. in, in a rough yeah. cut, like yeah. something natural that you would yeah. see on Facebook, maybe those things work yeah. really well. I had clients that, you know, you can't believe... We, we use low budget, mm-hmm. zero budget creatives, usually just mm-hmm. talking about the product, showing it, sharing the, the values for the customer. That's it as is raw. Let me tell you the two, two best ads I've done on Obu. Number one best ad we did, we, well, I got my friends to act and, and we put a scene together. The reason it, it did well and the, the engagement, we got a lot of comments, bad acting, and there were so many like unpolished moments there were lots of uh, comments saying like, this is bad acting, your, your brand needs to spend more. 
But I look at the numbers. I'm like, this is working. This is getting people to say, hey, let's let's stop and watch it because this it is not. It gets people the, talking about exactly, it. Exactly, it gets people more interested. So it seems like unpolished, bad acting, bad video worked better than a polished one. And number two, that worked really well were two of my hands talking about the phone and 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 the and the card, and it was 15 seconds. Here's the card, here's the And you film it with your iPhone, right? And I filmed it with my iPhone. So you don't have to get super fancy. Yeah. Let's say uh, this is, can you bring me that thing? Yeah, let's say this is your product. You just pull out your iPhone, you talk about it, you talk about yeah. the value. That might be yeah. one good creative. Yes. For the second creative, you may try something completely different. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is you want to do three different creatives on yes. the ads level. Yes. Each and every one of them should be completely different yes. from another. And not necessarily the same one will work for all of your ad set. Maybe the realtors are mm -hmm. picking up mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. ad mm -hmm. and maybe the, the, um, the car dealerships are picking up a different ad. And you let the algorithm does yeah. do that. Now, one comment I want to make here is since algorithm has changed and people are now letting Facebook optimize, um, it comes down to on an ad set level, learning how to deal with this optimization. But the heavy lifting algorithm is doing it. As long as you, you do your job, it, it does a great job on, on doing that. So it boils it down to your ads and creative. Now you're competing in a, in a market like everybody wants that attention. It may not even be similar. You're not uh, competing with similar products to yourself. You're competing with different products, but targeted to that audience. Like I'm targeting realtors. There are so many variety of stuff targeted realtors. Everybody's trying to get that attention. So the creative becomes the variable where you shine. You have to really do really well in that. And one of the ways you can do it, instead of sitting down and think about what creative should I do, do different things and test, 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 test. Don't get comfortable with, oh, these are the type of ads that's working and never test outside of. Go really crazy. Like, what's it, what, what are you going to lose? The ad's going to show to a bunch of people, then the algorithm will stop showing it if it's not working. Even in the best case scenario, you have a killer creative that's working. Eventually, it's going to run out of steam. You'll need to update your creative. You'll need yeah. to use a new creative. That happens. We Sometimes we find a really home-run creative that yeah. really delivers for like two months, let's say three mm -hmm. months maybe. Mm -hmm. You squeeze that and eventually it stops working. It did this thing. It's time to move on mm -hmm. to the next one. Mm -hmm. So you should always have uh, alternatives. Now, even with ads, similar to ad sets, you want to start off with three, four completely different so you get an idea of what's working what's not working um you cannot get to a place day one that you a b test words or sentences that that yeah, just yeah, doesn't yeah. happen but over time you get an idea of generally this type of video this type of messaging is working now you can get a, a step closer okay the videos are the same the paragraphs are different or the call to three, action different call to action or three videos are different but all the call to action and messaging is the same but that doesn't happen until you know six seven months you're you're getting into it and you're a b testing yeah and uh and yeah i think for for that as well if it's not your strength it's no shame in in hiring a freelancer yes. or an agency uh, or even for the, the entire thing, it's, it's okay to hire an agency in some yes. cases. 
Um, Let's do a recap before we get to strategy and, and takeaways and agency. To recap, we have a campaign, ad set, and ads in Facebook. We talked about campaign and the structure and conversions that you want to do. We talked about audiences in the ad in set. In the ad set, one thing I'd like yes. to add on the audiences, sure. I would, uh, assuming you're targeting US and, and Canada, let's say US and Canada, yes. uh, or just US, I would not target specific cities unless yes. you are a local business and you depend that's on what it you and that's to. it. Yeah. Uh, I would target the entire U.S. sometimes or state level, yeah. like the, the core state yeah. that you provide service in. But I would aim to get my ad set to around at least 700, 800,000 mm-hmm. people per mm-hmm. ad set and no less than that when, mm-hmm. when testing out things. Uh, and the reason is because less than that is, again, starting to suffocate yeah, yeah, the system, yeah. starting to limit. Because, you know, you, you will not just use location. Yeah. You'll use location, you'll use age, and what you'll I, use gender sometimes. So. And what I like is I, I tend to leave demographic stuff, all of them untouched. And the reason is every time they're running the ads, you will see a breakdown of what age group, what cities, True. what placements they give. But what I like to play with is the psychographic and the interest parts and behavioral stuff because that's something you won't see in the report. So you want to deliberately separate groups so you can test it. Everything else you'll see it in yeah. the report. Yeah, I think for you know that's really good uh, after the system has learned quite yes. a bit. I think for the first time, if your if your product is exclusively for women, for Female. example, yeah. you will obviously target women, right? Yeah, uh, or this, the other exactly. way around. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, keeping it broad, don't do unnecessary thing, as well as I said, yeah. focus on behaviors and interests. I uh, really like uh, to target based on behavior in Facebook because it's super accurate. Yes. Uh, it's data based on your activities. I yes. really like it. It's super yes. effective. Uh, and in the ad set level, between around 1 million plus uh, yes. uh, per ad set. On the other hand, don't just target 20 million and, per and, ad set, right? and obviously each product is different my product i had to filter based on job titles and 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 what what industry they're in uh, but some people uh, do it differently now that's ad set audience who you want to show it now we get to creatives in the ad level definitely let the system test it do different ones uh, that's the main thing you have to every two weeks have a bunch of ads ready so you can deploy it. The worst thing is if you're dripping the system and you have one ad and one picture and one picture, bundle them up every two weeks, launch a new ad set with a bunch one of One ad, you're ads. limiting the system again and you will not get optimized results. Exactly. You'll have to use a few, at least exactly. three ads in an ad set. Don't yeah. use seven ads in an ad set, yeah. obviously. Use between two and three. I, I find that if you if you do everything correctly, every two weeks you come review, deploy a bunch of ads, turn off some of them, turn, uh, add increase the budget, and then two more weeks. Your homework every two weeks is go and create more creatives. Yeah, and by the way, I I uh, don't recommend touching budget in the ad level, even mm-hmm. though you can. I recommend only touching the budget in the ad set ad level. Set level. Uh, lastly, let's talk about approaches, takeaways, and strategy. Uh, one way to approach this is DIY. You do it yourself. One way is approaching agency. And then I guess there's a mix in between. Um, Itai has had an agency where you guys still have an agency. Uh, what, I what, worked for an agency. We worked for an agency. So what is your experience there? Um, where, when do you think is, is good for DIY approach? 
and when is good for agency first approach? it depends on on your budget if you have a small budget uh, and you can't afford to hire an agency to do everything you'll have to do it yourself it's pretty straightforward but there are things you need to know some of the things we mentioned here uh, if people just don't know that and they go and play with a system and create you know like uh, some sort of something strange mm-hmm. and then they deliver it to the system and it doesn't work and they don't know why this is because you still need to know the steps how it's built how what the system needs to work with it's not like uh, you know high science mm-hmm. but still those are essential things and if you are comfortable uh, playing around with it that's something that you should do if you have the budget to hire an agency this thing takes time. They take uh, uh, practice. Mm-hmm. Someone who did a lot of it before mm-hmm. already knows all the tricks and tips mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and uh, best practices. And the most important thing, creating the creatives, mm-hmm. uh, it's something that an agency a lot of the time has an edge. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily, because as we mentioned, mm-hmm. a lot of the the videos that you are self-producing at home with your iPhone, just mm-hmm. a smartphone, Uh, just grabbing talking about the value a lot of those are working on social media and facebook so it really depends on uh, budget uh, time and Mm -hmm. uh, so here's how how i saw it and 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 it may apply to some people i think uh, rule of thumb of it this is the obvious thing you need to know your audience very well your customers your products the problem solution otherwise an agency would be guessing on your behalf and you are better positioned to to know that than yeah. them. Uh, but beyond that, I think doing a DIY is really good at the beginning because you get some familiarity with the with the whole system. And then when the agency is trying to explain to you what is working, what is not, you have an understanding. So for a learning perspective as an entrepreneur, I think spend two, three months, do it yourself, play with the system. Uh, then I, I like to slowly go freelance option. Either you are good at creatives, focus on that, let somebody manage the account or vice versa. You are managing the account, get some freelancers to do lots and lots of creatives for you. So every two weeks you have a bunch of stuff ready to deploy. And then when you go to an agency six months later, you have stuff to talk about. You're like, these are the stuff we tried. This is what worked. They have some data to, to look at and review. Now they're going to really excel in, in, in what you're trying. So you, it optimizes your budget. Um, so when you're spending 20, 30, 40 grand with an agency, they don't go second guessing with your budget. They know what's working and they double down on it. If you have this sort of budget in advance, you can go straight to an agency to save this time because if you have this budget, mm-hmm. probably you don't have the time to, True. to do DIY. True. True. If you don't have that budget, I highly recommend going with your approach, what yeah. you said, trying it out. Yeah. Then if you are good on yeah. the management side, do yeah. the Facebook yeah. ads thing. If you are a creative person, make sure you are handling the creative, yeah. get someone to just run the campaigns. Yeah. Uh, if you're good at both, yeah, good for you. Yeah. You, you and, and it, it, out. it comes down to your business too. I've seen businesses that their marketing is their, you know, the secret sauce or their their ability. I personally think if I do lots of things in house, I'm that far uh, better off doing it, you know, cheaper, and I can excel. It's my competitive advantage, so I rather keep a lot of things lean and in house. But some people, yeah, but you have the ability. Exactly. Of, some people don't even have these cameras. Yeah, some people exactly. don't even have the equipment. And so you like, have equipment, you have uh, creative experience, yep. and you also have the online experience. So yeah. 
you, for example, uh, make completely sense to do it on your yeah. own. Not everyone is like that. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people will need to hire someone maybe yeah. to do the creative exactly. or to help exactly. out with uh, the exactly. website and stuff. And even for me, at certain level, it won't make sense to do it myself. Like I created an ad, Nick came and helped me. Um, two of my friends came and acted in that ad, in that ad. And I, I shot it at the boardroom of a, of a friend's apartment place. We booked it. That ad cost me $0 to make. And I deployed it and I'm getting a lot of good, good traction. I've sold um, over 10 grand from that single ad so far. But usually companies have to spend five grand just to get that video. And at some point, it may make sense for Reza not to waste the time and get somebody professional to do it. But right now, that gave me a competitive advantage. Yeah. So my, my biggest takeaway yes. is uh, use Facebook ads, uh, mm-hmm. use it. Um, you'll probably be able to crack it and figure mm-hmm. it out in mm-hmm. a way that makes sense for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, we, we focused on sales today, but you can also use it for engagement. You can also use it for many other. It has so many settings. Like if you have a local business and you want foot traffic, it has a way for you to upload tracking conversions, upload it with Excel. So it knows with names and emails who tr- who converted so it can track those down. It has so many. Yeah. And if you're doing like spaces. social media competitions and comments yeah. and share and yeah. whatnot, maybe you do an engagement campaign. There are a lot of things to do. Uh, but the main thing in the end of the day, we want to spend money to earn money. Most sustainable one is conversion and purchase. And exactly. then on the side, you can allocate budgets for other stuff. Absolutely. So that's uh, my approach. Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, it's not too late to start. The system now is way easier to get into than it was. Just make sure you know the basic things and you have a strategy going into it. My, my biggest takeaway is the, is the strategy. Knowing your business and your audience extremely helps you when you're setting these campaigns. Like if you, if you talk regularly with your customer, if you do Zoom calls with your customer, if you're surveying them, this gives you an understanding. We did another episode on marketing. Marketing is understanding. If you understand your audience, then your Facebook ad experience will be a breeze because all you need to know is technical stuff. Look at YouTube, listen to it, these little things apply. But if you don't know who you are targeting and you have no, you're distant from your customer, that make it that much more difficult to to guess. I don't know many cases of people who spend like three, four, five thousand dollars or more starting into Facebook who didn't stay to spend yeah. more. Yeah. I really didn't hear about yeah. many cases of people who spent five grand and they say, well, it's not yeah. worth my time. It's a powerful, powerful machine. Like no wonder how there's so many companies that became hundreds of millions or a billion dollar company, wish.com on the back of Facebook. Absolutely. Ads. Yeah. So that is the episode. Um, you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Thank you for uh, listening and we'll see you next week. Next week. Bye.